Listen to God's Word for August 3rd. Today's reading includes Nahum 2 and 3 and 2 Kings 22. May God bless this reading of His Word. Nahum 2 One who scatters advances against you, O Nineveh. Guard the fortress, watch the road, brace yourselves, summon all your strength. For the Lord will restore the splendor of Jacob like the splendor of Israel, though destroyers have laid them waste and ruined the branches of their vine. The shields of his mighty men are red, the valiant warriors are dressed in scarlet. The fittings of the chariots flash like fire on the day they are prepared, and the spears of Cyprus have been brandished. The chariots dash through the streets. They rush around the plazas, appearing like torches, darting about like lightning. He summons his nobles. They stumble as they advance. They race to its wall. The protective shield is set in place. The river gates are thrown open and the palace collapses. It is decreed that the city be exiled and carried away. Her maidservants moan like doves and beat upon their breasts. Nineveh has been like a pool of water throughout her days, but now it is draining away. Stop, stop, they cry, but no one turns back. Plunder the silver, plunder the gold. There is no end to the treasure, an abundance of every precious thing. She is emptied. Yes, she is desolate and laid waste. Hearts melt, knees knock, bodies tremble, and every face grows pale. Where is the lion's lair or the feeding ground of the young lions, where the lion and lioness prowled with their cubs, with nothing to frighten them away? The lion mauled enough for its cubs and strangled prey for the lioness. It filled its dens with the kill and its lairs with mauled prey. Behold, I am against you, declares the Lord of hosts. I will send your chariots up in smoke, and the sword will devour your young lions. I will cut off your prey from the earth, and the voices of your messengers will no longer be heard. Nahum 3 Woe to the city of blood, full of lies, full of plunder, never without prey. The crack of the whip, the rumble of the wheel, galloping horse and bounding chariot. Charging horsemen, flashing sword, shining spear. Heaps of slain, mounds of corpses, dead bodies without end. They stumble over their dead because of the many harlotries of the harlot, the seductive mistress of sorcery, who betrays nations by her prostitution and clans by her witchcraft. Behold, I am against you, declares the Lord of hosts. I will lift your skirts over your face. I will show your nakedness to the nations and your shame to the kingdoms. I will pelt you with filth and treat you with contempt. I will make a spectacle of you. Then all who see you will recoil from you and say, Nineveh is devastated. Who will grieve for her? 
Where can I find comforters for you? Are you better than Thebes, stationed by the Nile with water around her, whose rampart was the sea, whose wall was the water? Cush and Egypt were her boundless strength. Put and Libya were her allies. Yet she became an exile. She went into captivity. Her infants were dashed to pieces at the head of every street. They cast lots for her dignitaries, and all her nobles were bound in chains. You too will become drunk. You will go into hiding and seek refuge from the enemy. All your fortresses are fig trees with the first ripe figs. When shaken, they fall into the mouth of the eater. Look at your troops. They are like your women. The gates of your land are wide open to your enemies. Fire consumes their bars. Draw your water for the siege. Strengthen your fortresses. Work the clay and tread the mortar. Repair the brick kiln. There the fire will devour you. The sword will cut you down and consume you like a young locust. Make yourself many like the young locust. Make yourself many like the swarming locust. You have multiplied your merchants more than the stars of the sky. The young locust strips the land and flies away. Your guards are like the swarming locust, and your scribes like clouds of locusts that settle on the walls on a cold day. When the sun rises, they fly away, and no one knows where. O king of Assyria, your shepherds slumber, your officers sleep. Your people are scattered on the mountains with no one to gather them. There is no healing for your injury. Your wound is severe. All who hear the news of you applaud your downfall. For who has not experienced your constant cruelty? 2 Kings 22 Josiah was eight years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem thirty-one years. His mother's name was Jedidah, daughter of Adiah. She was from Bozkath. And he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, and walked in all the ways of his father David. He did not turn aside to the right or to the left. Now in the eighteenth year of his reign, King Josiah sent the scribe Shaphan, son of Azaliah, the son of Meshullam, to the house of the Lord, saying, Go up to Hilkiah the high priest, and have him count the money that has been brought into the house of the Lord, which the doorkeepers have collected from the people. And let them deliver it into the hands of the supervisors of those doing the work on the house of the Lord, who in turn are to give it to the workmen repairing the damages to the house of the Lord, to the carpenters, builders, and masons, to buy timber and dressed stone to repair the temple. But they need not account for the money put into their hands, since they work with integrity. Then Hilkiah the high priest said to Shaphan the scribe, I have found the book of the law in the house of the Lord and he gave it to Shaphan, who read it. And Shaphan the scribe went to the king and reported, Your servants have paid out the money that was found in the temple, and have put it into the hands of the workers and supervisors of the house of the Lord. 
Moreover, Shaphan the scribe told the king, Hilkiah the priest has given me a book. And Shaphan read it in the presence of the king. When the king heard the words of the book of the law, he tore his clothes and commanded Hilkiah the priest, Ahikam son of Shaphan, Akbor son of Micaiah, Shaphan the scribe, and Isaiah the servant of the king, Go and inquire of the Lord for me, for the people, and for all Judah concerning the words in this book that has been found. For great is the wrath of the Lord that burns against us, because our fathers have not obeyed the words of this book by doing all that is written about us. So Hilkiah the priest, Ahikam, Akbor, Shaphan, and Isaiah went and spoke to Huldah the prophetess, the wife of Shalom, son of Tikvah, the son of Harhas, the keeper of the wardrobe. She lived in Jerusalem in the second district. And Huldah said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Tell the man who sent you that this is what the Lord says. I am about to bring calamity on this place and on its people, according to all the words of the book that the king of Judah has read because they have forsaken me, and burned incense to other gods, that they might provoke me to anger with all the works of their hands. My wrath will be kindled against this place, and will not be quenched. But as for the king of Judah, who sent you to inquire of the Lord, tell him that this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. As for the words that you heard, because your heart was tender and you humbled yourself before the Lord when you heard what I spoke against this place and against its people, that they would become a desolation and a curse. And because you have torn your clothes and wept before me, I have heard you, declares the Lord. Therefore I will indeed gather you to your fathers, and you will be gathered to your grave in peace." Your eyes will not see all the calamity that I will bring on this place. So they brought her answer back to the king. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at org.